Hey crew, back on the Live Fit Podcast. I've got the lovely Rachel Ryan joining me today. I'll let you introduce her. <laughs> Hello everyone. Uh, my name's Rachel and I'm a cross-country trainer at Live Fit. Cool. And uh, what got you into the fitness industry? Um, I think I started, uh, I've always been into uh, sports since a young age. Grew up playing Gaelic football, soccer, basketball uh, back in Ireland. And then I always wanted to get into the gym and like get fit and have a good body uh, but partying stopped me from doing that yeah <laughs> and then I uh, moved to Perth and uh, one of my good mates was living here and she introduced me to the gym and CrossFit oh wicked yeah so your first journey started off in a CrossFit based gym or a commercial gym CrossFit based gym yep. yeah so I did that for about six months um got like super strong real quick and built a bit of muscle and then I actually really loved weight training so I ended up quitting CrossFit and joined the gym and then just focusing on like bodybuilding style workouts yeah wicked so i remember i was like getting workouts off the internet when i was yeah. doing like a bro split so one day i do like chest and shoulders or legs the next day and then arms <laughs> i was a skinny little girl trying to get big um yeah so that's that's Good been the last four years <laughs> yeah off the internet <laughs> yeah i think long. it was bodybuilding.com yeah. yeah yeah how long ago was this it's about um 2016 yeah, that sounds about right. About, about six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I messed around in that for a while. Yeah, yeah. So you've been training in the gym for around six years. Yeah. First few years, didn't really know what I was doing. But uh, yeah, and then got a few coaches and yeah, here I am, a PT now myself. Oh, I love it. Yeah. That's cool. And um, what was your experience in the early days like uh, with CrossFit? Um, I love the vibe. I loved like the community feel. Um, it was like a little family. Everyone um, would just egg you on, and that's what kind of kept you coming back. Was um, I think the the family feel of it, but uh, I didn't really like how my body was looking. I was getting like really boxy and thick, and uh, I got a few, quite a few injuries from it. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't diss it. Yeah, but uh, it just wasn't for me long long term. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that was good. And uh, your first few experiences doing bodybuilding style training, how'd you find that? Um. I just loved it. As soon as I started picking up weights in the gym, I just loved it. Yeah, and mentally as well. I could just see, feel it, like myself changing. Yeah, yeah, like getting stronger, just like more fearless. Um, yeah, definitely carries on into other areas of your life. Yeah, this is very true. Yeah. Yeah, and what a, what a, I suppose like your first experience with a coach, how did that transform the way you trained and looked at like, you know, your own training and recovery and things like that? Yeah, I definitely learned a lot when I got a coach. Um, it was definitely the obvious things like progressive overload, um, <clears throat> under eating, overeating, kind of uh, did a bit of binge eating for a while. So um, getting a coach and following proper macros definitely helped with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, what else was there? I, know I never used to do mobility, which is now now something I try and focus on and try and like t- tell my girls, which they probably won't listen for the first six months until they get an injury. Mm. And then maybe people will. Uh, I don't know if I might listen after that. I feel yeah. like you have to go through that and they'd be like, oh yeah, it's actually more important than I realise. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is true. Like, especially as a coach, you kind of, you use a lot of your ex, uh, things that you learn just based off experience or things yes. you've done wrong, really. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. 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 And um, when it came down to like, uh, you stepped on stage last year, what made you want to work towards that? What was, like, what was a big reason for you wanting to do that? Um... It was something I always thought about doing. Like my one of my best mates did it, and she was like, "Oh, you should do it. Like you've got good physique for it, or whatever." And I always thought, "No, I'd never be able to do it. Just wrote myself off, uh, like I used to do at a lot of things." 
Um, and then I think I had a breakup and I was just like not putting myself first. So I went off and like met all these plans to do X, Y, Z and I've done most of them. Like did my PT course, did my bodybuilding thing. Um, so yeah, it was mostly like proving to myself that I was stronger than I thought. Yeah, so I told myself that I wouldn't be able to give up alcohol or chocolate, and uh, which is stupid, because obviously I could. Um, yeah, so obviously did the prep, survived. Um, but yeah, I think it was just like to prove to myself that I was able to push through and do something like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. And what about the, I uh, suppose, go more in depth, like the, the psychology behind like how you're feeling throughout the prep, and you, know, you want to walk us through that a bit? Oh, yeah. Um... Oh, it was definitely a journey for sure. Um, I think you have to be in a really good mindset going into it. Like, thankfully I was. I was very clear about what I wanted. Um, I had a really good support network around me. I had an awesome coach. Thanks, Kush. <laughs> um, you definitely mentally prepared me for it. Like, you'll never know what you're going to... You never know what to expect going in. But you did your best to, like, tell me, like, how to navigate things and... Um, I think I just felt very secure about it all. Yeah. yeah. And obviously you'd prep people before, so that was a huge um like uh that 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 was like a security banker for me knowing that you knew what you were doing. So yeah, getting a good coach and um you asked me mentally throughout it. Yeah, obviously you have your ups and downs, but like I said, if you've got a good support network and you're mentally, physically and financially pre- prepared for it, you'll be okay. Yeah. Oh, I love it. No, that's good. Um, yeah, like uh, like you're saying, like there's there's some areas where you know you didn't think you'd be able to give up alcohol or chocolate or things like that. Yeah. And it was just you know, little things like that you were able to prove yourself over that course of time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there's just small things now that I look back, like on sounds silly, like but at the time that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. And what would be your advice uh, out there for young girls listening, or girls even you know ladies in your age bracket, uh, mm-hmm. like older 20s, like mm-hmm. um, for them listening who want to step on stage for the first time? Because I suppose a lot of the thing that would stop some females would be they think they're too old to yeah. go into that sport. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, what I say to that is you're never too old to do anything, like whatever it is. And um, if that's the kind of attitude you have, attitude you have you're not going to live very long, you're not going to live a very good life if you think you're too old to do things. Um, so scratch that, <laughs> find your young self again. Um, but for stepping on stage, um, I think have a, have knowing why you want to do it and being clear about that. Because I remember thinking as well before I wanted to do it years ago, oh, I just want to get like a really good body. So that's why I do it, which is stupid because that's not why you put yourself and That's to why it. most people want to do it. Yeah, because they, they want to look body. like the girls on stage. Yeah. Which is ridiculously... Yeah, it like, is. The amount of work it takes. The most stupid thing you yeah. can think about because that lasts for a day and then you have to reverse diet out of it. You're not going to look like that anymore. Uh, so as long as you know that going into it, you are not going to look like you do on stage all year round. It's not achievable or it's not maintainable. So yeah, not to go doing it to have a good body or to get like Insta famous or to say it's something you've done. Like know why you want to do it and be real about it and be true to yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what else? Do you feel like you discovered more about who you were during that time? Hundred like, percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, definitely found lots of strengths, a couple of weak, some weaknesses. Um, but yeah, it just felt like um, like my reason why when you asked me why I wanted to do my prep, I said like I wanted to be fearless, and I came out of it going, 
fuck if I can do that I can do a lot of things because it's hard man like it's mentally hard and mm. we didn't even push that hard we could have pushed a lot harder um, but yeah it was mentally it's very tough and you have to sacrifice a lot of things um, you lose people in your life you might gain new people like yeah just makes you weigh up um, a lot of things mm. and it's kind of hard to explain that to friends and family as well around you yeah. you aren't used to that sort of lifestyle where you yeah. go prep your food and can't go out for like yeah. They can't eat at the dinners and things like that. It's very selfish, yeah. like, and yeah. you have to be selfish if you want to do well. And uh, some people just look at it and they're like, oh, you know, they don't really understand it. And uh, they just think you're a bit of a wanker as well. So you kind of have to let go of those people as well, I guess. Yeah. If they don't understand it, they don't understand why you're doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, There's a good saying that people that want to see you win will help you win. Yeah. That's simple. People that don't will never help. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And that can be just... put through to a lot of things in life. Mm-hmm. Mm. yeah the people that celebrate with you when you do have your wins yeah yeah 100% exactly and people also, also there the people who, are, who clap when you win yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly and it's uh, <clears throat> and you do find out especially you know when you go through I suppose the hard days of prep you find out who your true friends are mm-hmm. you find out who your true character is and things like that as well yeah 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 100% how did you find, because uh, before you started prepping, you were doing like a fair bit of strength training. Yeah. How did you feel that translated across to your physique and different things? Um, yeah, I guess it helped um, to push heavier throughout my prep. Um, it definitely helped having a bit of muscle mass going into my prep, because at least I would have had more muscle on stage, as opposed to having not done a strength block and mm-hmm. carrying that through, I guess. Um yeah, is that the question? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose yeah. so. It's like, uh, I suppose, you know, having that... Uh, having already... that experience, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that too. But, like, you know, like uh, having the muscle mass, like saying, is a mm. huge positive to yeah. being able to prep because obviously you've got to drop body fat a lot. Yes. And there'll be some mac- muscle sacrifice at some yeah. point, especially as a natural athlete. Yeah. Um, you're going to have muscle sacrifice over for fat loss. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I look back on some photos and I'm like, God, I was tiny, but like... Mm. Um, you were 10 was it 15 or 10 kilos lighter than you are now 10 10 yeah yeah I've gained 10 kilos yeah yeah which is pretty normal post prep yeah for a lot of girls out there like when you do a prep properly if you've got you know you've gone through a good building phase and you've gone through a good growth phase and you go into a prep you're probably going to lose a good you know between 5 10 kilos body weight Mm -hmm. and then that will eventually come back on post prep yeah and I think a lot of people struggle with that as well mentally yeah yeah I think doing having a bit of um, muscle and do, going through a strength phase and putting on a bit of body fat beforehand definitely stood to me because when I lost weight obviously you lose muscle and you're looking smaller so yeah I think if you're thinking about doing a comp you should definitely try and at least spend a year like maybe building mm. putting on some decent muscle mass yeah for sure yeah yeah and a lot of people aren't prepared to do that either mm. so there's a lot of things I think you need to really consider Mm. Yeah. If you want to do well, like even on stage and bikini yeah. and look like shit and not get a place. Yeah. But you know, to to actually you know place in any of your lineups. Yeah. Is a is a win in itself. Um. So yeah, you just got to push. Yeah, and if you really want to feel good about what you your package as well, like if you want to yep. bring your best, don't cut corners and yeah, get a good coach and just freaking follow the plan as well. How are your? Uh, that's pretty good one, but like. How'd you find the actual experience of sipping on stage? Oh, I was shitting a brick. <laughs> Probably my, honestly, it was my least favourite part of the whole thing. Mm. Um, I really loved, 
like the grind every day of training, dieting, jumping hurdles, like all the tearful phone calls I would have had because I had a shit day or I was hungry. Um, or like when my um, measurements used to come down every fortnight, like those were all the little wins for me and uh, maintaining strength throughout. So stepping on stage was my least favorite part because I was really nervous and I just wanted to get it over and done with. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully next time around I'll be less nervous and I'll enjoy it a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's noticeable. You can see the people on stage who are nervous. Yeah. And they usually get marked down because it is a it's a show. So you yeah. Do that you know, yes. the persona on and that attitude and yeah, yeah. so it's a, it does show like uh, particularly uh, with girls uh, not so much you but. I've girls will hop on stage and I'll be shaking. Yeah, I was like, shaking too. Visibly shaking and like, you know, when you're trying to hold a pose where you've got to have mm. the muscle symmetry, yeah. shaking, you can't, can't score that, right? Yeah. yeah. And that, um, that sassiness doesn't come across as well either when you're, when you're uh, shy and nervous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So of course that's going to mark you down too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Those, are, those are good things to remember. Uh, cause I remember you saying he didn't feel comfortable posing in a gym I was like what do you yeah. mean you're about to hop on stage like if you want to do well like you've got to own that stage you've got to be you know uh, I remember saying this to you but you have to be more confident than the most confident and experienced girl on that yeah. stage if you want to win and that's, yeah. that's pretty much what it is you just got to you know, get that other persona or that other alter ego and like just be that you know, badass bitch or boss bitch on stage yeah. yeah yeah 100% I remember you saying to me I said I was too shy to pose in the gym and you wrote back and you were like, well, you better change your goal then. And when you said that, I was like, oh, shit. And that's what kind of made me really think about it. Mm. And I was like, I need to, like, step up. <laughs> yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, because yeah. uh, cause, uh, the nerves eat you alive, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And uh, what about post-show? When you come in uh, out, of, out of show, how was that? Oh, as in, like, post-comp? That was way worse than I expected. I thought that I thought I was gonna nail it. Like I was literally like, "Yep, yeah, I'll reverse diet out, no problem." Yeah, every girl does. <laughs> well, every um, every person does. It was the yeah probably one of the worst experiences I've had. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Like mentally, I've never really been that low for a very long period of time mentally. Mm. Um, it's a very poor body image. Uh, you just want to eat everything, and then you're super bloated from all the food you're not actually fat because you're not going to gain that much weight in, in a few weeks mm. but like you look at yourself in the mirror and yeah you think you are and I look back on photos now after like a few weeks where I thought I was fat and I never posted them on Instagram or anything and I'm tiny I'm so small so um it just kind of goes to show where your head's at yeah you get pretty fucked up reverse dieting yeah yeah um yeah I think that lasted probably four months. I hated the way I looked at myself most of the time. Mm, so about a 12-week period? Yeah, October, November, December, a bit of January. And then after, oh, I was going through a bit. Life, was, life wasn't great either, so that didn't help. Mm. So, yeah, fix your, fix your life shit as well. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, you are saying, like, uh, one of the things that worked well for you was having a good support team. Do you feel mm. like your relationships at the time that put, like, strain on different areas yeah. yeah um um after the comp yeah throughout my comp i was fine but yeah reversing out and post comp was really hard relationship wise um yeah psychologically yeah everything for sure yeah um you gave me some good advice as well which i cho- chose to ignore uh <laughs> looking <laughs> back 
don't start new relationships and don't change too many things in your life. Too many variables. Too many variables. Yeah, like mm. I knew, I know I quit my job, but that was a real positive. And uh, new relationships came about and stuff like that. So yeah, thinking, I think considering those things as well. Mm. And especially for yeah. girls competing, like um, guys will go after certain girls when they're in prep because they look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just what guys do uh, for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you know, you get a, you probably get more attention from guys when you're looking your best. Yeah, you would. And, yeah. and that's why I say, you know, I said all girls, especially girls that are single going into a prep. For girls listening, is like try to keep out as many distractions as you can. Yeah. As much as it's all good to you know meet someone, and have fun. Yeah. Um, Post comp, there's a good chance, and I always say this, it's going to fall apart because you are not the person post comp as you were during prep. No. Um, to you know, you got to be, you got to go back to some sort of normality. And if they met you during a time where you're pushing hard, gunning hard, doing all these things, and you come out of comp, and you got to go back to some sort of normal routine, yeah. it's going to have a, it's going to take its massive toll on relationships. Yeah, and mm. I think if you're mentally not in a good place, how are you supposed to grow um, new friendships or relationships anyway? Mm. When you're not in your right frame of mind. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's a thing to consider too. Because if you're not yourself, well then you're going to form a relationship and then you'll become yourself again and where is that at? Yeah, yeah. sure. I get you. Yeah. Um, and like, uh, just after comp, you did a powerlifting comp. I did. Yes, about two weeks after. I, was it two weeks? Yeah, it was two or three weeks after. Yeah, I hit some PBs and then we jumped into that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah I really love powerlifting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember we hit a 100 kilo squat like a week after my comp. Yep. Buzzing because just, yeah, obviously I hadn't he- squatted heavy in ages. Yes, yeah. And, but yeah, muscle memory was there and straight back into heavy lifting. Um, yeah, and been hitting PBs ever since then. Do you find that helped, like, manage how you're feeling during that time? Like, being yeah. able to get back under the bar and get Yeah, moving? like, those were massive wins mm. uh, mentally as well because I was in a bad place. It was nice to have um, strength goals. Yes. Um, which is another thing that I say to like all my clients when they're like just focusing on aesthetics and um, being a certain weight on the scales yeah. and obsessing over um, like what body fat percentage they are and I'm like oh can you just forget about that for five minutes and maybe focus on like strength goals and yeah. hitting numbers because that's the stuff that carries you through mm. yeah it's like the main I feel like that for me anyway looking back on that I'd be like oh yeah that's awesome like if you're not having such a good day but you just squatted over 100 kilos like you feel like an absolute boss yeah for sure yeah yeah exactly that makes a huge difference like in ways you're because I know you're struggling through some parts but I was just one of the one of the methods I used was just giving you freedom to be and feel and train and eat yeah and then when you needed my help was always there to just you go all right i need to reel it in yes let's reel it in yeah and then you might fail with that i'm like that's okay we'll try again next week it's okay yeah there's yeah. lots of fails yeah 100 yeah, percent. it's not even fail like i wouldn't even say fails would be the right word it's probably like it's just you learning about you know life post-comp because you're so immersed into it mm. um and you know it takes a big toll so yeah good on you yeah i think balance is another thing that people have to remember that mm. uh there is no balance to your prep. You're either on or you're not. Yeah. You have to be on. And then when you come out, you think you're going to find this balance. Uh, 
but it's really hard and I think that's what made me cry all the time and I was just like oh I want to be spontaneous <laughs> but I also <laughs> what's your favourite word in my the world my favourite word post comp her, her two favourite words as long as I've known Rachel what? is smash patties and spontaneous <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've Smash patties are burgers, by the way. I've never heard one person use those two words more than the frequency of a day. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, wanting to be spontaneous and live like a you know a fun life, but then I also wanted like to train and hit my macros, and I just could not. I was not able to do it. I couldn't do it for four five months. Um, but yeah, got there in the end. I stopped eating like a pig and dwelling in my own pittiness yeah and yeah. then you started like one of the main things you got to do obviously is reverse out and start building calories back up but it yeah. wasn't probably it's probably even now we're still trying to build calories up to a baseline level yeah um, where you feel comfortable doing that and also being comfortable in your body being a um being in like a growth phase or being like a normal yeah. a normal body body fat composition um which is like, uh, you know, you, you're, you're like, shit, like, uh, I'm not the same size clothes as I was when I was in prep, yeah. tiny. And, you know, it's like, that's, that's hard for some people to get around, but it's also necessary because, you, you know, you have clothes for when you're in a growth phase, you have clothes for when you're in a uh, cutting, cutting phase. phase. And that's really hard for some girls. Uh, like, mm. personally, I don't see a lot of influences. Not I actually follow many influences, yeah. but I don't see a lot of people talk about that openly. Which is mm-hmm. strange to me because it's such a big part of um, growing and cutting. Yeah, true. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I think after the strongman, I did because I did that strongman. Yeah, she did a strongman. So within the space of about four months, she did two bodybuilding comps, a powerlifting comp, and a strongman comp. Strongman <laughs> comp. <laughs> yeah, just loved the comps. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think after the strongman comp, I. Put up, we built my calories up to what three thousand almost, yeah. and obviously definitely put on a bit of muscle in that bit of a power strength phase we did. Mm. So I was just huge, like my legs were huge, and I felt really big. Yeah, we had to stop her training legs, like we had to <laughs> cut down legs from two to three times a week down to one, just because they're yeah. just they're getting out of control. <laughs> yeah, like none of my pants were fitting me. Yeah, yeah, and um, that was definitely due to like that heavy training. That yeah, yeah, and because. Uh, uh, Rachel, like for a female, well, for any female, you know, if you're squatting and deadlifting over 100 kilos, that's a lot of load on muscles that are forced, they're going to force to grow compared to a female that's squatting 50 kilos. Yeah. Um, that effect on the body is two very different things. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So recently, yeah, I just had that bit of a meltdown, I guess you might call it, for a day about <laughs> um, being different sizes. And yeah, you don't see people talk about it. Um, I suppose you kind of, like for me, I felt like, I was like, oh, I don't want to like buy bigger clothes because I'm I don't want to be bigger. But reality, I am bigger. Ten than... kilos heavier. Yeah, yeah. And a lot if you're of ten my... kilos heavier, you're obviously going to be a bigger size. Yes. Yeah. And I remember buying a lot of gym gear throughout my prep, and I was freaking tiny then. So obviously, it's going to be smaller me now. But I just wouldn't accept it. That's um, hard, especially if you're uh, you know a week out from cycle and you get PMS or anything like that yeah. from girls listening. Yeah. That's always going to be. I know for you that was always the hardest. Yes. Face like you just almost irrational at times and it's yeah. like things don't like and you're and the moment will make so much sense and then you think back to a week later you're like that didn't make any sense yes yeah <laughs> so, so yeah I suppose you could blame it on the PMS yeah it was uh, it was constant like one of the things I've always asked Rachel and any of my girls prepping was um you know what uh, where in your cycle yeah, yeah we're like every time we do a check and I was like where in your cycle are you yeah how was your period like a, a big marker I use for performance 
uh, is making sure females keep their cycle all the way through prep. Yeah. Like it shouldn't be something that should be lost. And if it is, that's usually because something's getting pushed too hard. Um, I understand for some athletes that's necessary, especially if they're enhanced. But if you're natural, it should be, they should stay in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- oh, I think it's really important to remember. And I think I've, that only started really thinking about all of that. Um, throughout my prep, when I came off the pill and I got terrible PMS and my body changed and, um, all of that hormones fluctuating so yeah important to remember um that you're going to feel like shit the week before your period and on your period and think about the weights you're lifting in the gym you might want to pull back and all that stuff yeah it's good to know all that and yeah you're a bit batshit crazy that week i am anyway yeah <laughs> this is true but uh one of the things uh tari other trainer recommended you mm. that really helped what was it primrose oil yeah so i did take that um that really helped and then i forgot to buy another box and then went crazy again so yeah i'm off to buy some more primrose oil tomorrow really helped and yeah tara recommended naturopath as well which might help yeah yeah okay. i feel like the primrose oil really worked yes yeah, yeah. No, sure like even i noticed difference you just weren't having such um like, erratic you, yeah it was more like it was just like trying to stabilize your like because we'll be going following a plan you know be two weeks in yeah and then by the third week, I don't know, it's like, oh, there's something to be happening. I'm like, oh, nothing's changed from last week. And you're like, oh, maybe I'm here my period. So I'm like, hey, maybe. And then after yeah. a week after, back on plan, it just goes back to normal. And yeah. I think as a coach, it's just important to have that conversation with clients about how their period is, uh, how they're feeling, like, do they yeah. get PMS? Uh, is there anything um, irregular about the period and things like that? Yeah. yeah. And tracking your cycle and your symptoms. Yeah, 100%. And, how good is it having your tracking app for the yeah. period? Yeah, oh my God, it's amazing, yeah. We like, need a LiveFit period tracking app. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we totally do. Yeah. <laughs> Share it with cash. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like in your app, like how, which, which app do you use? I use one called PC. Yeah. Um, it's a little pink one. But lots of, they're all the same. Lots of girls use the Flow app. And it allows you to obviously put your period in and put in all your symptoms like bloating. Make notes and stuff. Yeah, make notes, um, everything, like every single thing. So I use it pretty much religiously. And then I go back, I sometimes compare months and stuff like that just just to know where I'm at. Is it getting any better? Is it getting worse? I knew it was getting better when I was taking the primrose oil because my symptoms were less uh, severe. Yeah, whereas last month wasn't on primrose oil and had a big meltdown about being 70 kilos i'm still 70 kilos and i feel great yeah so yeah perspective it is yes. yeah yeah big time yeah 100 and yeah just not being so obsessed with how you look all the time which is hard because you know when yeah. you do uh, it's like any sport that's based on aesthetics. uh yeah, yeah aesthetics like that's just you're constantly judging yourself you're constantly trying to recorrect yourself you're constantly yeah. trying to improve yourself so in an aesthetic sport it's really hard to walk away from that yes. without that thought so it takes a while to just bring yourself back down to a normal baseline yeah 100% yeah, yeah. crazy yeah yeah <laughs> no, and there's, uh, there's a lot of things that you know people don't probably talk about for preps uh, it's just you gotta you gotta manage a lot of things you know you yeah. gotta manage your job your relationships your food your steps your calories your training your recovery finances yeah yeah your job how stressful is your job Mm. and um i think uh having a good relationship with food as well yeah like there's no way i would have been able to 